15 years out, 20 years out, and they're absolutely loving what they do. And because I want to mimic that, I want to be that person. I want to put the amount of time and effort and energy that's going into becoming a physical therapist. And I want it to pay off. And I want to be a decade on and still be like, yo, I made the greatest decision career-wise of my life. And so if those people are excited, what is it that they're doing differently? And then, and I'll tell you a few things that I know they're doing differently, but you'll just, 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 just emulate what they do. And then the last thing. Welcome to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, where we help students like you live out their dream of becoming physical therapists. In each episode, we will show and teach you how you can get one step closer to your dream of becoming a PT by increasing your level of clarity, confidence, and control. And as a thank you for listening to this episode, we want to provide you with a free gift. After coaching hundreds of students directly, we've learned that one, guessing is the enemy of your success as a future PT and knowing both that and what your current individual game plan should be is the difference between feeling confident and in control or overwhelmed and lost as a student. So we have a free training for you. You can find it at www.guessfreeprept.com. It's going to take care of you and it'll help you stop guessing and get in the driver's seat of your journey as a future PT. That's it. That's your free gift. Enjoy the rest of the episode. We'll see you in the next few moments. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Welcome to another Pre-PT Grind video. My name is Joseph Skugi. I'm a physical therapist. I'm also one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind, where we help students like yourself realize their dreams of becoming physical therapists. And this conversation is going to be super important because it deals with regret, right? And a lot of us don't want to even think about it. That's why it's not a topic that's usually addressed. But it, like, like if we're being real, like there are people that we've met, maybe it's a physical therapist that you've shadowed or someone that you've worked with that has maybe said, hey, I wouldn't have become a physical therapist if I could go back in time or I wish I wouldn't have done it or this that and the other it's like wait a minute like yo if if, if if this physical therapist or that physical therapist doesn't enjoy what they do what if that's me like what if what if I'm the person that's going to be a year out or two years out of you know PT school and I look back and say man like this didn't quite add up the way I wanted it to I don't want that to be you because the reality is this and this is something that many of us don't even realize is that the same people who you look up to are the same people that may have planted seeds of doubt about physical therapy in you. At one point, they had the same level of excitement that you currently do right now. Like, I mean, listen, like, like if somebody is going to go through PT school, invest that much money in physical therapy school, put that much effort, that much time, like they have to have loved it. Like nobody does that out of like disliking it. Like nobody does that. So so that means that at one point when they were pre-PTs, they were just as, just as excited as you are. At one point when they were graduating from PT school, they were just as excited as well. But somewhere along the lines, something happened that led them to regret it, that led them to look back and say, man, like, is this, was this worth it? And I'll, and I'll be honest, a lot of those things are um, attached to money. A lot of those things are attached to fulfillment. A lot of those things are attached to uh, maybe being in jobs that don't make them, that don't really align with who they are. And many times a lot of clinicians think, hey, this is just kind of how it is. And the reality is it does not have to be that way. And that's why I want to talk to you about this, because if you guys can understand this now, there are certain things you can also start doing now. If you can understand it now, you can actually start taking action on it now. So when you become a physical therapist, you're like, yo, this is the dopest thing ever. And I'm still going to love it five years out, 10 years out, 20 years out, and so on and so forth. So um, that is why this video is important. So let's dive in. And then if this 
is of value to you, then share it with somebody else that could also benefit from this. So, so, so here are some of the things that I'm going to list four things and then I'm going to dive into each of them because these are so important if you don't want to regret becoming a physical therapist. Right now, you might be excited. Right now, you might be like, oh, no, I'll, I'll never fall out of love with it. It's like my dream career or whatnot. But at some point, all of these other people started falling out of love with it. And to be honest, right now, as I record this, there are a lot of people that are actually leaving different medical professions, including physical therapy. And the reality is within the last two years, there's just been a lot of different things that have changed, whether it's the pandemic or so many other things that have led people to feel like, man, like I... I can't win in this or the amount of increasing school debt. It's like, oh my goodness, like like school costs are going up, but the pay for physical therapists is not really going up at the same level. So it's like, oh, like, do we just have to leave the career and do something else? And it's like, no, like most of us have just not been taught what I'm about to communicate with you. And so um, that's what I'm going to dive into. <laughs> and if you have any questions, let me know. So, so, so here's the first thing. The first thing is if you want to start preparing yourself to not regret becoming a physical therapist two years plus out of PT school or even less. Like I've had peers that have fallen out of love with it seven, eight months out of PT school. So the first thing is practice being a good communicator. And I'll explain what that means here in just a moment, but I'm just going to list the four and then I will dive into all of them. So, so number one is practice being a good communicator. Number two, learn how to increase your income by learning how to bring more value in solving bigger problems, right? And I'll explain what that means here in a moment. The third thing is put yourself around other clinicians, other physical therapists that are actually still enjoying their career because there's something they did differently. Like if I'm if I'm around people that are not loving what they do, well, clearly I don't want to mimic that. So I wanna put myself around people that are five years out, 10 years out, 15 years out, 20 years out, and they're absolutely loving what they do And because I want to mimic that. I want to be that person. I want to put the amount of time and effort and energy that's going into becoming a physical therapist, and I want it to pay off. And I want to be a decade on and still be like, yo, I made the greatest decision career-wise of my life. And so if those people are excited, what is it that they're doing differently? And then, and I'll tell you a few things that I know they're doing differently, but you'll just, 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 just emulate what they do. And then the last thing is understand why the people that are not happy with their careers, understand why they're actually frustrated. Because if you understand that, It'll help you understand what's really going on and how to start navigating through it right now as a student. So let's go back to point number one, communication. Your ability to communicate. So your ability to talk to someone at a level where they understand you is actually what makes people see you as a doc, right? So when someone listens to you, they don't see you as a doctor of physical therapy because of the letters behind your name. They don't see you as a doctor of physical therapy because of the amount of schooling you did. Shoot, if I wore this coat, it really doesn't make me any more of a doctor to somebody else unless I can communicate to them in a way that actually helps them like solve their issues or really gets them to understand what's actually going on. So as a student, you can actually start practicing how you communicate. Like, am I talking in a way that like my younger cousins or younger siblings or whatnot can actually understand what's going on? If I'm learning certain things in class, can I communicate it to a kid and have that kid actually get what I'm trying to say to them? If I can do that, then best believe my communication skills are up. If I can't do that, then I actually have to get better at communicating. And I think a lot of us struggle with that because we're so used to using big words and heavy words and all this verbiage, and it really doesn't help other people. Like if 
if your future patients can't understand you, well, guess what? They gonna go to somebody else, all right? And so that's the first thing. And a lot of people struggle with that because we've just been so used to all this heavy terminology and we think that those things are actually what will make us sound smart. Y'all, like people just want clear, straight to the point, value like they want to understand what you're telling them so learn how to communicate and part of that is actually actually most of that is actually learning how to listen so if i can listen well and i can actually respond well and i can actually teach or add value or communicate in a way where people can actually understand i that that right there is probably the single biggest like authority amplifier that you can have where you're like yo like people actually like want to come back and be served by me or my team because I do that very well. So that's point number one. Number two is actually understanding money, like understanding how to increase your income by increasing the value that you actually put out there. Money is actually something that's used in exchange for value, right? So I think a lot of us have never been taught that. A lot of us are like, well, I went to school, so I should be paid more. Or y'all like that, it, it doesn't work like that. The, 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 the marketplace, the world doesn't actually work like that the world actually pays you for solving big problems. So, so if you can get good at doing point number one, which is communicating, I can actually talk to people about their issues. Like, like, I don't, like, I don't know if you've realized, but the majority of people out there don't actually know what physical therapists are. They don't actually know how you can solve their problem. And to be honest, the solution is not just to go there and be like, hey, you need physical therapy. They don't know what PT is, so they ain't gonna come to physical therapy anyway. What they do know is their problems. What they do know is the fact that they can't, you know, like, you know, walk down the aisle with their daughter for their daughter's wedding. What they do know is that they can't get on the ground to, you know, like, like play with their grandkids. That's what they know. If I can understand their problems and and focus on the big problem to them then that problem being solved is actually worth a lot more have y'all ever wondered why certain physical therapists actually can charge more per visit like you'll have cash pts that are getting paid 200 300 400 a visit because they understand that they understand that the problems that they're solving are so much bigger the other thing too is this like what are even bigger problems than that bigger problems than that are problems within a clinic that i work for what is a problem that a clinic has that would actually make me more valuable to that clinic well bringing patients in so y'all all of these are connected if i learn how to communicate if I learn how to actually put myself out there, find people where they're at, if I actually learn how to solve real pro like problems, like, like problems that the patients have and whatnot, then I can actually use all of those to attract people to know, hey, we can actually solve that problem for you here, AKA physical therapy. So the, the, the big thing that I can solve for a clinic is learning how to actually do that so frequently and so well that people will actually come to the clinic, AKA marketing. And I think a lot of us hear those big words a lot of times and we're like, oh, that's not for me. I'm a physical therapist. Well, here's the thing. If you actually want to enjoy your career, you really have no choice but to start understanding this like now. Does that make sense? So, so, so I have to start asking myself, like, how can I learn to communicate in a way where people will actually know that we can solve their problem and they will actually come in. And I don't always have to rely on a different provider always telling people, oh, you need physical therapy or go see a physical therapist. I can actually get so good at talking to my community and actually serving my community. To be honest, like, don't we all? say oh i actually want to help people and y'all like if we want to help people then there are people out there that don't know that you can solve their problem 
that you will be able to solve. Like they don't know that. So because they don't know that, then, then we have to do our part, actually start serving them directly instead of, instead of using our big words, trying to sound fancy, talking to each other. Like that's a big thing. And to be honest, the people that don't do what I'm telling you right now struggle to have a career that's actually worthwhile. And if I can solve those problems for patients, if I can solve those problems for the clinic, I am immediately more valuable because I'm telling you right now, if a clinic doesn't have patients, it doesn't exist. The, the, the business collapses, right? And so if you can actually say, hey, can I start learning some of those skills? Can I start learning how to communicate? Can I start learning how to ask better questions? Can I start learning how to market? Like y'all, these are skills you can learn as a student. Like we have students that like do this stuff right now. Like, can I start learning those things so that when I am a physical therapist, I can use those to help grow the clinic I work for, to help serve my community better, to help, I mean, if you wanna open your own business, you can do that as well. But that's how, like that's how you start opening up the horizons for yourselves as a student so that you don't regret becoming a physical therapist. Now, number three, put yourself around people, physical therapists, clinicians that are actually enjoying what they're doing. So I'll tell you this, like when I was in my third year of PT school, I remember starting to uh, listen to, well, my business partner, Casey Coleman, introduced me to his mentor, who was Greg Todd. Now, the, the crazy thing about this guy, Greg Todd, was the fact that at the time, he was about 15 years into his um, career as a physical therapist, and he literally had the excitement level of somebody that was a new grad. Like, I had never seen someone that was 15 years out that still loved physical therapy as much as he did. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, what are you doing differently? <laughs> like, like what, what has led you to enjoy this for so long? And I just put myself around him, and I'm still around that kind of like population to this day. And right now I'm four years into being a PT. So as a student, ask yourself, how can I put myself around other PTs, around other clinicians that actually enjoy what they do? Because whatever the heck they're doing, I'm just going to copy it. <laughs> and if I copy that, then that means that I'm giving myself a shot at actually still being fulfilled. And one of the things that those people do is that they actually don't stop growing. Now, I'm not talking about continued education. I'm not talking about clinical stuff. I'm talking about they don't stop pushing themselves like further, growing themselves, personal development, putting them putting themselves around other people that are dreaming bigger. They don't stop dreaming. Y'all, like you've been, like from the moment you've been in grade school to high school, you've always functioned off of the next step. You've always functioned off of growing and pushing yourself and, and, and really making these leaps. Like from eighth grade to ninth grade, that's a big leap. From 12th grade to college, that's a big leap. We've functioned off of that for so long and then we become professionals and we're like, okay, I guess now I can coast. No, the people that coast, start to almost go the other way. Like, like you either go up or you go down, right? Like you either grow or you don't grow. I don't, I don't know the proper word for that, but, but that's the biggest thing that a lot of people who are still enjoying their career, they're okay with that. They're okay with evolving within their career. They're okay with changing different settings. They're okay with understanding that they can actually do more than just like y'all, like that's what's happening. So put yourself around those people. And the last thing is understand why many are frustrated with their careers, why many are not growing within their careers. And the reason is because they're not doing the first three things I told you. They're not spending time actually learning how to be great communicators to the patients. They're not learning how to like, like actually understand where people are at online, in person, like in the community. They're not spending their energy on that. They're not spending time learning how to increase their income. I think a lot of times we're like, we think talking about money within physical therapy is taboo. Y'all, I mean, if anything's taboo is the fact that like, 
PT school is so expensive and we're not learning how to actually match that with our income. Like y'all, like as a pre-PT, as a PT student, you can start learning these skills and make yourself so valuable that out of PT school, you sh you kind of can make six figures or multiple six figures or even more. And I'm not saying that just to say, I'm saying that because that's what we do. That's what other people that we're around right now that are new grads or a few years out of PT school are doing because they actually started doing what I'm sharing with you right now, but you won't hear that in PT school. So, 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 so ask yourself, am I willing to actually communicate? Because the people that are struggling are not communicating. They're not working on increasing their income by adding more value. They're not willing to learn new skills like marketing and selling and all the things that actually draw people in to get help from you, right? And, and all of us want to help more people, but we're used to just kind of waiting and seeing who sends us patients and whatnot instead of realizing, yo, it's actually up to us to put ourselves out there and serve the community and also putting ourselves around people that are actually growing. A lot of people that struggle, a lot of people that you might see that are maybe negative or maybe uh, frustrated with their careers, chances are the people they have around them are also in the same boat. The people they have around them are also thinking the same way. They have not put themselves around other people that are growing, other people that are pushing themselves, other people that are still dreaming, other people that are creating opportunities for other people. And, and, and to be honest, especially with online, we have access to all of those people that are crushing it. So if you don't want to be like the people that are regretting their careers, ask yourself, shoot, who can I put myself around online? Like, who can I start listening to? Who can I start following? Who, like, whose communities can I join so that I'm just around these types of peoples? Because if you can do that, y'all, the game is going to change for you. And now all the work that you're putting into becoming a physical therapist actually makes sense. All the work, all the effort, all the time, all the investment of PT school will actually pay off if you start thinking this way. And like I say, y'all, I could dive deeper, but I just want y'all to start somewhere. Start start with this mindset because this, this has changed the game for us. And I know it's going to not only change the game for you, but it's also going to change the game for the people that you serve, y'all. That's the truth. This was a longer video, but I know that this was a super important one that I want to share with y'all. So y'all have a good one. Let us know if you have any questions. Let us know what you want us to dive into deeper. Um, and then we'll go from there. Y'all have a blessed one. Deuces. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. If you have not done so, please be sure to subscribe and review the podcast so that we can continue to serve many other amazing future physical therapists like you. And if this episode brought you value, please be sure to share it out with your classmates and friends so that it can bring them value as well. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Have an amazing rest of your day or night.